everybody welcome back to casa walsh beverly hills 90210 podcast my name is sam and on today's episode we are going over season 7 episode 16 called unnecessary roughness and it premiered on january 22nd 1997 So this one starts out and Donna wants feedback from Kelly and Claire on her weather segment, but uh, they're having some trouble uh, with the VCR. Um, I think we talked about VCRs recently, um, so I'm not going to talk about it again, but uh, they can't figure out how to work the VCR. Anyways, uh, someone leaves flowers for Donna outside their apartment, but they're not from David. They're from Donna's number one fan. Uh, Claire and Kelly aren't really convinced it's enough that they you know basically they don't think it's that big of a deal uh donna did change her number because of the weird phone calls but she's freaked out because she thinks you know now this weirdo whoever this person is if it's one person they know where she lives so i mean i kind of get her point it's definitely a fair type of assessment to um you know be a little concerned about then Brandon, we see, is going home with Tracy for the weekend. Um, so they're going to her family's ranch. Um, so I've been questioning this. I've come to the conclusion they are a couple. This kind of, you know, solidifies that if he's going home with her for the weekend. Again, it kind of came out of nowhere to me, but they've been hanging out a lot. And I don't know. But anyway, so... I'm going home to her family ranch for the weekend. They encounter a guy, a guy named Sam. And I will say, Sam's got a great name. Anyways, so Tracy isn't happy to see him. Um, apparently, you know, there's a pass there. He wants Tracy to come visit his parents. Uh, she declines the invitation. And Brandon kind of quickly guesses that Sam and Tracy used to date which obviously is true. I am curious where this ranch is. They drove there, so it's driving distance, somewhere in California, I assume, but uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, back home, Steve and Dick are apparently friends now. If you remember, Dick was the Phi Beta Kappa that was dating Claire when Steve and uh, Claire were kind of on a break, rower, now they're buddies. Um, apparently they discussed their plans to sell imported football shirts for the Super Bowl. Um, and Claire's impressed that they plan to donate all the profits to charity. Clearly, um, this is Dick's doing and not Steve's doing. At the After Dark, Valerie questions David and Tom's decorations for their Super Bowl party. She's afraid that it'll end up looking and feeling like a sports bar, which obviously is not what the Peach Pit After Dark is about. The guys point out that they don't need to uh, look like an appropriate place to watch a football game. They don't want her input because she's a girl. Um, and I'm being serious when I say that because David literally says it's a guy thing uh, because girls aren't allowed to like or watch football or any sports for that matter uh, without music and pretty costumes. Um, clearly, I'm a little offended by that because I like sports. Um, so it's not a guy thing. And also, David, like, really, what sports are you ever interested in? Because watching this show, we're in the season seven. There's been no 
insight into David having a like towards sports. We have Brandon, yes. Um, Steve, yes. Even Dylan had like a baseball thing going on. But David, when has he ever showed an interest in sports? It's been music. It's been dancing. It's been drugs. No sports. So, really, David? Anyways, at the Condor's Nest, Donna chats with Evan, the uh, CU camera guy, and the other weirdo. Uh, his name is Rusty. I don't know if I said that in a previous previous episode, but his name is Rusty. We have Rusty, and we have Evan. Uh, Rusty's joking about having a secret tape of Donna, which clearly is ringing alarm bells. And I think they're trying to make it seem like the creepster is Rusty. Is it? I don't know. Then Donna and Claire uh, complain about how all the guys are acting all crazy over football. So everyone's sexist in this episode. Um, Donna suddenly spots Garrett, you know, Garrett. Slan, if you don't remember her, uh, they will. They gave us a little flashback, and he is the guy that tried to rape her. Um, but she cleverly called David Dave and got herself out of that situation. Anyways, Claire does not see him, but Donna is kind of imploding. Uh, you know, Claire thinks she's imagining things. Uh, he's in prison. It can't be him. Donna's sure that it was him and that he is her stalker. Um, is it? Is it Garrett? Is he out? Um, I don't know. Back in the ranch, uh, really boring shit here. Brandon, Tracy, and Sam. Uh, Sam is wants Tracy's help. A horse is sick. Uh, Tracy tells Brandon that Sam did propose to her before she left for college. Obviously, she said no. She doesn't regret the decision. Blah, 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 blah. Boring, 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 boring. Um... Back at the beach apartment, Donna accidentally trips the alarm while checking out uh, some noise she heard. Claire's like really not as concerned as she kind of should be considering Donna does have a stalker um, and Donna is freaking the fuck out. Um, On the porch, Donna finds a rose and she then has another flashback of Garrett trying to rape her. So things are not going well on Donna's front. And I think David should sleep over a little bit more because she's literally going insane um then ranch boring sam is still hanging around um taking care of chores i don't know he's like a third year vet student so he cares about the horses brandon wants to help thinking you know old westerns that he used to watch on tv gave him all the knowledge he needs i don't know it's stupid it's annoying um Steven and Tom now have taken over Valerie's office, uh, left it in a mess because boys are gross slobs. Uh, Valerie wants Tom to take a break to spend time with her, if you know what I mean. Um, and he and David still have a lot of work to do for their Super Bowl party. Who played in the Super Bowl this year? That is a question. And uh, 97, 97. I'm going to say, I don't know. I'll get to it. I'll let you know. Um, but, um, yeah, they're, they're doing this, this Super Bowl party. Uh, Valerie's mad that basically Tom and, you know, she's annoyed that David's taking over her club. Tom reminds her that it's actually his club also. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's just like, why can't they have a 
Super Bowl like night at the club. Like, what's the big deal? Yes, for one night, it's like a sports bar. What I mean, the Super Bowl is gone. Like, people are gonna watch the Super Bowl, so why not have a Super Bowl party? It's always like the highest rated, you know, event of the year. Just watch the Super Bowl and make some money and have a party for it. It's silly that she's uh, suddenly against this. Um. Then, meanwhile, at the beach apartment, um, accidentally scaring the shit out of Donna, uh, David kind of snuck up in her room to say hello. Um, she tells him that she thinks she saw Garrett Slan. He must have gotten out of prison. David tells her that I don't think, you know, he has gotten out of prison. The court is supposed to um, notify you if he's getting released, and we were not notified. But she still panicked, um, so he promises to kind of, you know, check in see if he's still there and he also advised her to go out with kelly and claire to kind of keep herself distracted keep her mind off of things because i guess he's a little busy with the club but um yeah so dick is late picking up the shirts for his and steve's big sale and when the guys open the box they find the shirts uh, with soccer balls on them after all in other countries uh except for the united states of america Football is actually what you call the game, uh, what we call soccer. Uh, we're wrong. Uh, we call it soccer. It is actually football, um, our football, American football. You don't really play with your feet except you're punting or kicking, uh, whereas soccer, all you do is play with your feet. You can't even use your hands unless you're actually the goalie. But, um yeah, we're wrong. But anyways, um, you know, the shirts uh, are seem to be soccer. So that's an oopsie because not American football, which is what the shirts are supposed to have on them. Uh, they're not that cute shirts anyway. Like, who the fuck would buy that? Like, I mean, maybe if I knew it was like going to charity, maybe I'd pitch him. But I would never like that is a shirt that I would wear to sleep no way I would wear that out. So it's kind of weird. Like they're not cute shirts, literally white t-shirts, Hanes t-shirts with a, now a soccer ball, they'll change it, but a soccer ball on it. Okay. So anyways, um, back at the ranch, uh, Brandon and Sam might, you know, as well get a ruler because this is what this competition is going about with Tracy. If you know why I said the ruler, you can kind of figure it out. Um, Sam wants to spend some alone time with Tracy to see how she feels about him. Uh, Brandon says no. I mean, Brandon's there with him. Like, it's very bizarre, Sam's behavior. I love his name. But you're staying at her family ranch. You're, like, helping with the animals. And you're all about Tracy. But it's like, have you visited her in college? Like, she's been away for a couple years. And you just wait until she comes home with her boyfriend to kind of you know, see if she's willing to give you a chance. Weird shit, Sam. Back at the Walsh house, Steve has enlisted his frat brothers in a sewing circle to put football patches over the soccer balls on the shirt because obviously it is for football, American football. Again, these shirts are ugly. Who is going to wear them? Anyways, the after dark Super Bowl party is underway. Uh, but David and Tom have to call Valerie for help because they need something that's locked in the office. Steve and Nick arrive with the shirts and distribute them without anyone using anyone realizing that they actually originally had soccer balls on them because they did such a good job sewing the footballs on them. Great. So riveting. 
Back at the ranch, Sam interrupts uh, Branson and Tracy yet again because of some horse stuff. Great. Boring, boring, boring. Um, Claire, Kelly, and Donna skip the Super Bowl festivities to visit a strip club. A couple of guys send them champagne and try to ask them out, but the girls reject them. Um, two guys, three girls trying to make something happen there. So that would be an interesting little, you know. Uh, as they're leaving, a guy is watching from another car and then follows them. So it appears that Donna Stalker is uh, following her. Now, I'm curious why she hasn't um, called the cops. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just a little bizarre right and also like Claire and Kelly really have like no idea like they're just like whatever like they don't think it's a big deal it's very bizarre to me that they you know these are really good friends of hers because they're just like oh whatever it's not that big of a deal I mean I understand maybe from Tracy's perspective she was getting these calls also but like Donna also is a little sensitive to this stuff because she literally was almost raped. So I can understand uh, her feelings on this. So I'm totally on Donna's side. Anyways, so um, yeah, this guy, as they're leaving the strip club, which also she didn't want David to know she wants her strip club. Who cares? People, they get mad about that stuff. I don't think it's anything to get mad at. But this guy is in a car and he's following them. Back at the club, uh, Valerie's help is needed yet again. This time, the cash register is jammed. So I guess the lesson is that David and Tom are good at throwing parties, but not as much as running the club on their own. So they're going to need, um, you know, her help. And also then the girls stop by the Super Bowl party um, with their mystery uh, follower, just kind of following them. Back on the ranch... Uh, horses, boring, Sam, boring, he wants Tracy back, she wants Brandon, um, you know, Brandon overhears him basically saying this, you know, just kind of like, am I interrupting anything? It's just, I guess the point of this is to solidify the fact they're a couple more or more so, I don't know. I mean, it's boring shit. Anyways. Claire wants to uh, leave the after dark, but Donna wants to spend more time with David. She's also telling him about this, like he's like, what'd you guys do? And she's basically telling him that they went to a dance recital. Like, I don't know what she's trying to tell him because she doesn't want to tell him about the um, <laughs> the strip club for some reason. But um, it, it was kind of funny. But anyways, um, the Kelly is kind of talking to Tom for a second. So it seems maybe she's a little interested in him uh, now that she's single and, you know, ready to mingle. I guess she's over uh, Mark. Um, more boring ranch stuff. Um, the girls are finally ready to leave the party, uh, but Don drops her purse as they're running to get in the car as she's picking everything up. The mystery follower starts his car and literally almost runs her over, but swerves at the last second. Donna and Cl tells Claire and Kelly 
that she told you guys someone's after me you didn't listen they saw the whole thing so i mean they can't really say she's making this shit up at this point um you know it's getting it's getting scary for her which i completely understand back at the ranch um it seems as if brandon and tracy for the first time had sex in a barn how romantic this is very um uh what do you call it? i was gonna say uh encino man what's that fucking movie i love um it's with paulie shore though um why am i drawing a blank on this movie i love it where he the girl carla gugino goes to college at california and oh this is so funny because yeah the son-in-law son-in-law he she goes to college she's from a small town and her boyfriend from high school is dick from 90210 and also uh tiffany amber Thiessen is also a girl from home so they're in that movie anyways it reminded me of that because then they go back to her small town for the holidays and they stuff happens in a barn anyways um I digress. Donna overhears Kelly talking to Claire about Donna's fixation about Garrett's land, and she's understandably upset that they're really not taking this seriously. The night before, they saw someone literally almost run her over from cars. She was getting all these calls. She had to change her number. Again, about that, all three girls have their own private numbers, and then they have a main line. That doesn't make sense. Why just have all private numbers? Because we know Kelly did. We know Donna does. I assume Claire does too. Anyways, um, why have just one phone number? Why do you need private numbers in an apartment with three people? Just a thought. Anyways, um, but she's pissed at them because they're not making this as a big deal. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to stay at my parents' house. They're out of the country. I don't feel safe here. So um, she's pissed at them. And I'm on Donna's side. David arrives at the after dark and finds the new furniture being delivered into the office. He goes in. It's a big desk. And she says this is for two people. And it is a sign to signify that they are partners. There's Valerie's side, David's side. Nice big desk for both of them to share. And it seems that they are now in agreement about this party or whatever um, that, you know, he's good at the party side she's good at the business side um so all well you know on their kind of partnership at this point then tracy and brandon say goodbye to sam um seems brandon and sam have had to come to an agreement you know a understanding and sam's now also uh okay with tracy uh being with brandon and no longer you know an option for him i guess he was just waiting for her but he seems to be over it then at the end of the episode we are at the peach pit steve sells nat the last shirt so he and dick have a successful weekend uh selling really ugly shirts that i don't know anyone would buy or for what reason i mean maybe if they tie-dyed it or something maybe it would look about better but it's just they're not cute shirts i just i don't get it i don't know but um, Steve's also worried about Kelly and Claire staying at the beach apartment. Um, but they remind him that they have, a, you know, they have an alarm system, so it's all good. Um, 
And then we see Donna is looking through her parents' mail, um, and she finds a letter from prison. So it turns out Garrett Slan was released two weeks ago, right when Donna Stalker first started contacting her. Um, so I think someone owes Donna an apology for saying that she didn't see him or that she's acting crazy, overreacting, because she's not wrong and Kelly and Claire should say sorry. Um, but yeah, that is, that's where the episode ends. Fun facts and tidbits. So this episode, we got some songs. So when Stephen Dicker at the Peach Pit, Knock on Wood by Eddie Floyd, uh, after, uh, at the After Dark, the, uh, you know, sexist Super Bowl stuff, uh, Gear Jammer by George Thorgood and the Destroyers, and when Valerie comes to the boys' aid at the After Dark, the song is authority song by Mr. John Mellencamp himself. Um, also, I said I would look up what a Super Bowl this was. Um, so this episode was on the 22nd of January, um, but I think the Super Bowl was on the 26th of January. So they did this, film this, obviously without knowing what teams were going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, but I can tell you now, because I didn't know, it was the New England Patriots. Shocker, but I don't think it was the team you think it was, because it's 97, against the Green Bay Packers. And, um, Tom Brady was definitely not on pack on the, uh, you know, the team yet, so he was not the quarterback. But for the Packers, a quarterback was a young Brett Favre. Um, so uh, they won the game, Packers. And um, yeah, that was the Super Bowl, 97. Um, I don't remember this. I was, I was young. So, um, but I do like football. And I will say um, that Tom is wearing a Bills jersey. And I love me some Bills. I am a uh, Giants fan first, but I am also a very big Buffalo Bills fan. Uh, no spotlight for this one. Um, just going to leave it there. So that is it for the fun facts and tidbits for this episode. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on the next episode, we are going over season seven, episode 17 called Face Off. So thank you for listening and we'll see you then.